you're about to listen to our program Eng. We don't know why, however we are grateful you chose to. We do wish to inform you that the views, opinions and overall morality, do not necessarily reflect those of the station, interview guests, sponsors or musical entities. If you should choose to continue, and we sincerely hope that you do. Just know, we tried to advise you against these actions and we are not responsible for any damage done to your sanity, morals or ideals. Thank you. Here comes the terrible siren. gentlemen you're listening to the cult of odd i am your friendly neighborhood cult leader odd and with me this week is uh ken or uh jad fuck i screwed up damn it hi uh, sorry i'm here folks all right so we have a full show for you tonight and uh i'm gonna try and get things out of the way as fast as possible there's a new design up at the merch shop it's the looney dudes design go check that out we did an interview this week with a independent filmmaker out of california who has a movie that he shot predominantly here in michigan um that interview is actually free for everybody up on our YouTube channel. So if you go to YouTube and search for The Cult of Odd, you'll see it. Uh, the director's name is Bron uh, Theron. And uh, he shot a movie, uh, and actually the premiere is this weekend. It's uh, Sunday up in Flint. Um, I think he said the movie starts at 7 p.m. Uh, it's a movie called Half Dead Fred uh, starring Corin Nemec. Um, for those of you that don't know, Corin Nemec was in a show I watched growing up called Parker Lewis Can't Lose. He's also been in a, a bunch of movies, including Operation Dumbo Drop. Really? Yeah. I've seen that movie lots of times. So, anyways, uh, the movie is about a detective that ends up having a near-death experience and um, can see and talk to the dead. And a case that brings him to Flint, Michigan. But, uh, yeah, Bron used... All, uh, like most of the movie was shot here in Michigan. He loves Michigan. He comes here at least once a year. He does murals and stuff up in Flint. Um, the The organization that he's working with is their goal is to try to revitalize Flint. I thought it was cool. No, oh, that sounds great. I mean, revitalizing Flint, that's a good thing. Um, so anyways, yeah, the interview is up for everybody. I made it free for everyone to help him promote for the movie. So if you go to our YouTube channel later and check it out, uh, you'll also get uh, interview roulette from him tomorrow. Um, and then his tell me a story on Tuesday. 
Uh, fair warning, too, there is a chance that the week of the 22nd, I may or may not be doing a show. Um, it just depends on how much I have to compile when I get back and, um, you know, whether or not I have enough time to get everything together. I should, and we should still do it. I'm going Bigfoot hunting. Nice. See, I've always wanted to go squatching. Yeah. A buddy of mine, when I, where I used to work, we just love Bigfoot, and we always would, like, make plans but never would go do it. Well, me and my one co-host, Ace, um, are going up north. He's he's tagging me up into the woods, and we're, we're going to go squatching. Nice. That sounds so much fun. Which is basically going to be two old guys stumbling around the woods stoned off our ass. Oh, great. Great. <laughs> sounds like squatching to me. Um, also, too, for those of you that uh, are members of our Discord, I wanted to let you know that uh, we are able to access... Oh, okay. Uh, we are able to access um, MidJourney. Uh, MidJourney is the AI-generated... <laughs> yeah, there's another way. Yeah, I don't know any other ways. Uh, Midjourney is an AI-generated art bot mm -hmm. that uh, you can put in prompts for, um, and it will create artistic renderings of your prompts, and it does so scarily well, like high-class illustrator skill style. Um, one of the ones that I put in the, today when I installed the bot, I was I was testing it, was the prompt was Pennywise the Clown eating ramen with WWE's Undertaker. <laughs> and that's what I got. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. There was a, another one, too, that came with that one. Jeez. I'll put these up uh, in the YouTube so you guys can see them. Um there was someone that did a prompt that was Jerry Seinfeld mm -hmm. made out of noodles. Oh my god, that looks wow. Very accurate to the description. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld Very made out of noodles. Um That looks like Easy Mac. <laughs> the first one I did, I put in Cult of Odd as the prompt. Mm -hmm. And this is what I got. That's creepy. That's actually... That's fucking badass, though. Yeah, this is badass, but it's also creepy. What I found interesting is that we use tentacles with the Cult of Odd and noticed the arms stretch out to tentacles. That was the only prompt that I gave it was Cult of Odd. So you type, you gave it Cult of Odd and we got Cthulhu. No, yeah. yeah. And then I, I did another one that was Fork Robot Wearing a Bowler. Like the hat. Mm -hmm. And that's what I got. <laughs> So wait, this thing, it draws it itself? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh my God, I can't wait to use it. Yeah, like I said. That sounds entertaining. Now, I will let you know that if you are if you do join our Discord, and I know you're already a member of it, if you yes. go there, there is the Midjourney Art Channel. Everyone gets 25 uh, generations. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the when you put in your prompt, it'll give you four pictures in like a, a, a block. Um, and there are options where you can have it focus on one of them and like do a higher res render of it. Mm -hmm. um, if you focus on one of them and have it do a higher res, it counts as one of your 25. So just bear that in mind. 
<laughs> that sounds like so much fun. I can't wait. I know. Like, I'm so excited to see what people do. Oh, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't have this kind of power. <laughs> now, I will say it will not do anything dirty. There are yeah. filters and stuff in there. But by all means, if you're already on our Discord, go check it out. Um, and if you're not, um, I will be posting a link to join our Discord in the Facebook group on on Facebook. Uh, Facebook group on Facebook seems redundant. Join us. <laughs> Become join one us. of us. One of us. One of us. I also got the notification that our new stickers are ready and should be here sometime next week. Awesome. So uh, I'll be selling those. If you come visit me on my birthday, I will have stickers with me, and I will be selling them for $3 a piece. They are three-inch vinyl stickers that you can slap on anything, and they've got a QR code on them, too, so when people scan it, it goes straight to the link tree for Cultivad. Nice. Yeah. I uh, I tried to make it as easy for people to find us as humanly possible. I, I, I gave Ken some business cards to hand out. Oh, yeah. I got, plenty, I got plenty of people to hand them out, too. And he was looking at him. He's like, wait, you're on iHeartRadio? Yeah. You're on Spotify? Yeah. I'm everywhere, man. Uh, it, uh, like a good cult, I've spread out as far as I can. <laughs> um, since Ken has joined us, it has revitalized our, our interest in wrestling. So last week, Ali and I watched um, both SummerSlam mm-hmm. and Raw. And she put on NXT, but I was working and wasn't paying attention to it. Oh, NXT's great. Um, I gotta say... My only issue with trying to get back into wrestling now is I don't care about any of the the wrestlers that are there. Yeah, I could see that being an issue. They uh, a lot of the guys had either like either retired or jumped ship to like other promotions, and I could see it being really hard to get back into it. I, I like even myself. I'm trying to now like learn about these newer guys and trying to like you know. Pay attention, and hopefully, like, these news guys will be, like, the old guys for me eventually. Well, the problem is, too, is, like, some of the gimmicks just come off as super fucking lame. That's like, if they have gimmicks. Most guys now, they're just, like, they go out there and they wrestle. And they wrestle. Well, what's they're her name? Like, I want to say it's Bianca. Yeah. She's got long hair, and that's her gimmick. She just comes out and swings her hair. Yeah. Like, I, I fully, <laughs> like... Okay, so here's the thing. If we ever watch wrestling together, I need to let you know, I shit-talk the entire show. It does not matter if I like the wrestlers or not. I will shit-talk the entire show. And the minute she came out and started swinging her hair, I was like, why do I feel like they wanted to use Willow Smith? I whipped my hair back and forth and couldn't get the rights. Okay, so, like, think about Bianca Belair is, like, I'm a huge fan of her, but not her gimmick. Like, because she's a good wrestler. She's strong. She's a monster in the ring, but... I don't get the whole long hair thing. Like, if that's what she wants to do, good. Long like, I don't hair. even know if that's what... Like, I don't even think it's her gimmick that even gets the crowd over. It's just her in-ring ability. Long hair always seemed like a huge liability. And I don't care if it's whether it's male or female, you know, man or woman. Long hair seems like a huge liability because you're going to fucking give them something to grab onto. Or, in Bianca Belair's case, it's so goddamn long enough, you could trip over that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so know, I just don't like. You're right. I, like you're saying, you don't get it. I don't get okay. it. And I, and she's one of my favorites, and I don't get it. But now, who I miss, and I hope that with the the regime change that has happened now in WWE, that he comes back. 
Bray Wyatt. I love Bray Wyatt. I absolutely love Bray Wyatt. Um, they did do him extremely dirty. Like, did you, like, you know how they did him, right, before? Well, I, I've seen all of his iterations. Okay, well, they had him get completely squashed, and it completely killed, like, his gimmick at one of the pay-per-views of Seth Rollins. Like, that was, because everybody was expecting an actual match. They were expecting Bray Wyatt to actually, you know, win, because yeah. he was hot. Everybody loved him. Then they completely killed his gimmick and squashed him. Then they squashed him against Bill Goldberg. Oldberg. People. Oldberg. Oldberg. Like, come on. I could care less if I don't ever see Oldberg in the ring ever again. One of the things I like most about Bray, especially towards the end there, is they were using him to repackage wrestlers. Yeah. And I thought that was that was amazing because with Bray's gimmick on how, you know, he basically mm-hmm. gets into your head and fucking, you know, brainwashes you essentially, mm-hmm. to have him be the gimmick killer to when they go to repackage a wrestler, fucking brilliant. Absolutely. Plus until Vince decided to fire him and give his gimmick to Alexa Bliss. Which, <laughs> you know what? I wasn't mad with Alexa being paired with him. Uh, main, how they just the fact that they fired him and then just like still left her with the same gimmick. I mean, now she's kind of grown into her own thing. Alexa Bliss but, makes my pee pee hard. I'm not gonna lie. Oh no, not Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I watch NXT 2.0. Uh, yeah, I, I like some it. great. Yeah, I like great, Alexa. Uh, female wrestlers. Um, and live to, uh, live more. Live Morgan. Yeah, live Morgan and and Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Yeah, I I could just turn the TV on mute and not care. <laughs> oh, so I'm just gonna go on a limb here. NXT 2.0, Nikita Lyons. Okay. Nikita Lyons is like, look, I like my girl's thick, and she got it in all the right places. <laughs> all right, just saying. I love how proud you were. Like, I like my girl's thick. Oh yeah, I got a sickness for the thickness. You know. <laughs> come on, come on, get down with the thickness. Uh, well. So Nikita Lyons and Bailey, yeah, those are. I see. You know, I, Bailey was cool in the beginning. I I don't like what she is now. Like, Hill she, Bailey's pretty cool. Yeah, give it a chance. Uh, Hill Bailey is pretty cool. I don't know, man. I, I actually I, like her being a heel way more than she was a face. You know, the thing is, is like I saw Bailey come out at SummerSlam, mm-hmm. and she's got the Karen haircut, and yeah. I was waiting for her to just Vicky Guerrero. Excuse me. Well, I need to like, talk to okay. the manager. It's like the one person who can ha- rock a Karen haircut, and I'll be like, "That's hot." <laughs> if it was on anybody else, I'd be like, "No, what's going on?" But um, I, you know, I was watching SummerSlam, and and you know, it was all right. It wasn't like the best pay per view I've ever seen. But then again, that's par for the course for WWE. Um, I did like that Edge came back. Mm-hmm. You know, um, although he does look like uh, Mister. Was it Mr. Principal or, or whatever his name is from South Park? Oh, uh, PC Principal. PC Principal. Yeah. <laughs> well, you see Kid Rock kissed uh, that woman. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Well, I actually looked up. Like, she's a comedian, apparently. But, like, nobody else knew. I highly doubt WWE even knew who she was. But, you know, I looked her up. And so I guess, like, oh, okay, that's why. Because before, I'm just like, did Kid Rock just kiss a random audience member? No, I'd seen her before, mm-hmm. but uh, let me tell you, Kid Rock doing the entire state of Taylor proud. Yeah. <laughs> or is this city of Taylor, state of Taylor? 
Uh, it might as well be its own state. <laughs> Can we just make it its own yeah, country and push it Florida away? Man. No, don't talk about Taylor Man. Taylor Tucky. <laughs> Taylor Tucky. Oh, well, hello, Holy Mother in the throne she sits upon. I hope you guys are having a good evening. Um, so, uh, yeah, WWE... Uh, like I was like, okay, what's their what's their main event gonna be? And it was like Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? For like, like, wait, 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 wait. I what have time is this is like the hundredth and fiftieth time I haven't watched Roman wrestling Roman. in almost a year, year and, and, and a half. The same made yeah, yep. like what the fuck? This is literally like for the past couple years, it's always either been Roman and Brock. Roman and Goldberg, Roman and Brock, Roman and Goldberg. Uh, I literally, like, all the matches, they don't stand out to me because they're all, like, meld together as the same match, and, like, I can't even distinguish the differences. Uh, Macho Man is dead and Junkyard Dog got old. Oh, Macho Man was my favorite. Yeah. But I will say this as much as I was like, ah, fuck. They put on a hell of a match. Yeah. Like... Brock coming down to the ring in the fucking tractor with the goddamn front loader attachment. Well, that's because this was an actual match. You know, when they first started their feud, it was like, oh, finisher, finisher, over. You know, Brock the matches is, were like... Brock has actually point. become a decent wrestler. Yeah. Like, I, I'm I'm okay with the, the progression. Before, yeah, he, he was just out there and that was it, you know. Oh, F5. Oh, F5. What they want about Roman... Like, I wasn't always the biggest Roman fan. Like, I'm not a Roman fan. I've never been a Roman fan. But I do like his heel gimmick, the acknowledge your tribal chief gimmick. I think that was really good. The bloodline. And yeah, the whole bloodline thing. I think that's great. But I think we're getting into the territory of, I know people be like, but heels always use outside interference to win. Yeah, but it seems to a point where it's like, most of his matches are like that. Yeah. Well, it's I like anytime I see the Miz, like it. Anytime I see the Miz in a match, it's like, oh, I know this isn't going to go right or fair. Speaking of the Miz, oh man, how about Logan Paul? I am so mad Paul? that Logan Paul is good. Oh man, he's way better than Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you you said his name wrong. That's Dominic Guerrero. Oh. <laughs> Uh, the mullet <laughs> and the mustache. We know who his daddy is. Yeah, but no, Logan Paul. I I I don't like the dude, but I gotta give I him credit. Either, but man, Han, uh, we these were, celebrity guests that they have. These, well, actually, Logan Paul signed now, so I'm not even gonna call him. I can't even call him like a celebrity. Appearance. He was at SummerSlam. Yeah, though. but uh, dude, him Bad and Bunny. Bat was uh, look, he put on a killer man. A clinic. Bad yeah. Bunny raised the bar. Yep. And Logan Paul came and said, okay, fine. And then Johnny Knoxville brought it right back down. Well, Johnny was <laughs> he, just there to get yeah. beat up. Johnny Knoxville's old and, you know, not saying that old people can't do it, but he's been through a lot and, you know, it was there to be a funny Thing. And I, I will say Which this. I did laugh during that match. I don't like The Miz. I do not like The Miz. I hate The Miz, and I hate The Miz because I hate The Miz. All right? <laughs> What's wrong with The Miz? I hate him. He comes across. Look, I think that's his whole thing. No, no. I, I hate The Miz because he makes me hate him so well. Yes, that's what I mean. I hate him because I hate him. Like, as a heel, The Miz is definitely a top tier heel because I despise him. Because of what he says, what he says, like everything is like I can't stand him. Yeah. 
It's it just is. It's not even like, oh, he's a heel. He's cool. I like bad guys. No, like he's a heel. I hate him. I will say this though: it is very clear that both AJ Styles and The Miz trained Logan Paul mm-hmm. because you can see both of their their moves or their their work in what Logan Paul put forward. Yeah. Bravo to Logan Paul. I am excited to see more of him in the WWE. I still don't fucking like him though. Yeah, I know. I feel like his matches, though, are better than Ronda Rousey's matches. Well, yeah. Although I did tell the wife it made sense that he was good at WWE. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, he knows how to act in a ring. Yep. We've been watching it while he was boxing. Yep. Because, yeah, all them them fights is fixed. Oh. They, they ain't even fights. They're exhibitions. So that mm-hmm. means there doesn't have to be a winner or a loser. Right. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, you bitch. <laughs> Go out there and get your ass beat. Yeah, I don't like... I don't like anything where there's no clear winner. Uh, I don't like anything in this competition where there's no clear winner, no clear loser. People should either win or lose. Stop with these participation trophies. Oh, no. There is a clear winner and a clear loser in those exhibition matches. The winners are the two fighters, and the loser is everyone watching. Yeah, exactly. Actually, that just sounds like a Mayweather fight in general. Well, yeah. <laughs> the viewers never win. No. No. Anybody watching? Never. But yeah, so WWE is is something that we're we're watching again, and uh, you know it's all right. I, it's it's going to take me a little bit. I'm I'm probably going to make sure I catch AEW more too, um, just because at least there's wrestlers there that I I actually have an attachment to that I I. Well, I like AEW because there's a lot of second generation wrestlers there too. Like you have Billy Gunn and his son, and I'm like, I like them. Then you got Taz's son, mm-hmm. who I don't know a lot of people give him a lot of shit, but I think he's developing into a pretty good wrestler. He's got the demeanor and everything. I think that they book him right, he'll do great. Uh, this is man. So. Like I said, we were talking before uh, before we came on air a little bit about it. Darby Allen is by far my favorite of AEW's own wrestlers that they that didn't the ones that didn't come from yeah. WWE. Darby Allen is by far one of my favorites. I love I love the 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 wrestlers that are willing to go out there and put their all into it. Like they are willing to leave everything on the fucking mat to the point where they may have to be carried to the back. My favorite wrestlers in AEW aren't any of the WWE guys that came over. Like I love Jungle Boy like and when I say top hero, like I like MJF. Where is he? <laughs> I need more MJF. I don't care what promotion. If he decides to leave or go wherever, wherever he goes, I'm watching because I love MJF and Powerhouse Hobbs. Love watching him. I love these like homegrown like these or these indie AEW guys. Like I understand they get the WWE guys for the draw, but man, what I'm hoping happens. With the regime regime change at WWE, I hope they open up the lines. Yeah. Like AEW is willing to work with Impact and New Japan. I hope WWE opens up the lines and is willing to work because then we'll be back into the territory days of wrestling and it'll get better for everybody. My brother and I, we were fantasy booking like a forbidden door pay-per-view with WWE and AEW. I was like, man, could you imagine Powerhouse Hobbs versus Bobby Lashley? Like, dude, that match would be awesome. Or you could have, like, uh, CM Punk versus Seth Rollins. I'd yeah. love to see that match. Um, there is something that we used to do, and if we get into this again, we'll probably do it again. We had a fantasy 
wrestling thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, Beyond the Belt or something like that. Um, and you could go and pick your roster of wrestlers, and then depending on what happened on TV, mm-hmm. you got points based off of it. Okay. So if, if Ali and I get back into wrestling heavy like we were, we may end up starting that fantasy roster league thing again. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Drop the Belt. That's what okay. it's called. Um, and we'll we'll bring you in. and um, I, I think it's free. They may have changed it. It's been a while since we did it. Mm-hmm. But if not, it's, I think it's only like five bucks. And like everybody puts into the pool. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, at the end of the season, whoever's got the, the most points, if, uh, we'll probably do like a, a certificate or something like that. Mm-hmm. Something womp womp. <laughs> well, I used to hold uh, video game competitions. I would get like a homemade like uh, WWE belt. Those shits are expensive. Stuff like that. I am, yes, but you have a better job was, than I do. So I don't want to say all that. Like that would be a defined better because my job's pretty crap. Uh, financially, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't enjoy it. But anyway, um, at the time I had a decent job, but you know, anyway. Uh, yeah, I would. Or sometimes it'd be a trophy, like depending on. Yeah. Each time I try something different. Yeah, well, and like I said, if we get into it again, we'll 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 figure out something. It's like I, being a graphic designer myself, mm-hmm. I can create a really gnarly looking certificate and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and maybe the first year it's a certificate, and if we do it again the following year, maybe we we say, okay, well this year everybody's got to kick in X number, and mm-hmm. what we're gonna do with the money is we're gonna get like a trophy, or you'll get your own belt or something like that. So we'll 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 figure it out eventually. Um, but it was fun. It gave us a reason to, to actually sit and watch. Um, Raw still feels like a hostage situation, though. It's going to be a minute until, like, Mr. Hunter himself can, like, finish off the storylines that were already created under Vince. Well, apparently, Bailey and those other two showing up, that was all, all Triple H. Oh, yeah, for sure. In SummerSlam. So, the, the wheels are already setting in motion. Mm-hmm. Um, That's because that... Because, uh, think about it this way. Like I said, he was trying to wait for Fuge to end to start his own thing. Yeah. So, the Becky Lynch-Bianca Belair feud was over after that match. So it makes sense for him to, okay, so now we're going to start this storyline that I'm about to build and create. Yeah, two new stables. Right. But then Becky Lynch is actually injured right now. So. Injured. Like, she'll oh, heal no, fairly I think, quickly. Like, really injured. Well, she popped her shoulder out of socket and oh, popped yeah, it right back in. That's that's the injury. Yeah, but the soreness when it comes to actually being in a ring, I, I, that would. It depends if she can tough it out or not. I'm going to assume that they're going to. She will probably be fine in two weeks, mm-hmm. but I have a feeling that they'll probably drag it out for a little bit to give Bailey and her two cohorts mm-hmm. time to establish themselves as a dominant stable. And that way, when when they, they do put Becky into the mix, there's at least some heat built on Bailey and her. I, who, who's with her? Uh, Io Shirai and Dakota Kai. Okay. Yeah, so I I think they'll probably milk her injury for a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but uh, you know it'll it'll be to to build. I know they're trying to get um, Naomi and Sasha back as well. They need to bring back tag team wrestling. I hope that with Triple H in charge now, we can get some seriously some serious t- 
tag teams made and created. Because under Vince, Vince didn't really care about tag team wrestling. As you can see, he just like, uh, get bring them up, separate them. And then, okay, so who are you going to have challenging for attacking titles? All the same people over and over and over and over and over and over again. That's not cool. Now, I will say this. I didn't mind watching New Day over and over and over again. I loved New Day. I didn't I, like them when they first started. I like the New Day as much as, like, I bought a box of bootios. Well, you didn't want to be booty. And I have a shirt, a New Day shirt, which I was, I was kind of... I was kind of a fan, but, you know, it went from, like, okay, New Day not over and over again, and then it went to, like, okay, Street Profits over and over again, and I'm like, man, like, but they had other tag teams, but they wouldn't actually use them, and next thing you know, they break them up and separate them. Well, they broke up the New Day. Yeah, and then they tried to put other people who aren't in tag teams together that aren't really compatible, and then try to pass them off as a tag team, and then... Like they did. Okay, I know people were gonna. I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this because they were actually really good at entertaining together. Matt Riddle and Randy Orton. Mm. Like they're not tag team wrestlers, but they brought them together as a tag team. Like, come on. <laughs> Sheamus and Cesaro getting paired up. Okay, um, that was the bar. I love the bar. I love the bar. When they first did it, everybody was like, what the fuck? And then they, they saw them work together. They gave them a long enough run together yeah. where you're like, okay, now they're a tag team. But as of recently, they don't give a lot of these teams long enough run together before they either break them up, make one turn on the other, and just split them. Well, we gave uh, Ken his precious uh, wrestling uh, chat for a few. <laughs> it, it carried us to the, the first break. Um, this week, you're going to get the last song from Ian McConnell's uh, Season 1 album. You're going to get Hating Stuff. You're also going to get a song from the Chinchillionaires, Electro Mall Cops. And you're going to get Ocean Horse, One with the Gun. Uh, but soon, very soon... There will be a flood of new music coming. Yay! And uh, I'll explain more about that probably next week or, or something like that. But for right now, let's let's pay attention to the people that we got. And when we come back, uh, we're going to get into the meat of the show and start talking about some of the topics that are listed on the, uh, the promo for it. We will be right back. You're listening to The Cult of Odd on TapDetroit.com. Now it's time for our Patreon shout-out. Big thanks to C. Weezy, Rice Rogers, Justin Burnside and Zaldor of Zaldor's World Podcast for becoming a patron. Welcome to our Holy Mother and the throne she sits upon, who have joined the Cult of Odd Plus. We hope you enjoy, our long, uncut and girthy, uh, episodes until you're fully satisfied and left shaking from laughter. For everyone else, you can join our Patreon too. Just head to patreon.com forward slash cultivant. Become a patron and reap the benefits today. Tired of regular bar food and bar atmospheres? Yes! Do you long for a place that feels like home where you're treated as family and not just another customer? Yes! Yes! Then Big League Brews is the place for you. Their menu is the most extensive in all of Downriver. They have an excellent breakfast selection, and they're also well-known for their burgers and wings. But hey, if you don't want to believe just some guy on the radio... Big League Brews has been voted Best Sports Bar in Metro Detroit by Click on Detroit six years in a row. Wow. They have the friendliest staff and a wide array of cocktails and beers, 26 of them on draft, 
with new creations regularly. Yes! 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 And if you're looking for work, Big League Brews offers the most competitive wages with great medical and dental and vision benefits and plenty of paid time off. So what are you waiting for? Get on over to Big League Brews, located at 20428 Ecourse Road in Taylor, Michigan, or head to bigleaguebrews.com for more info. Big League Brews, go beyond ordinary. Eat and drink extraordinary. I guess how the movie ends Like playing Mario Kart online Too high to care that I came in 10 Like buying candles at Aldi $3.99 that just smell green Like getting takeout chicken pad thai From lemongrass spice level 3 I'm really into sparkling water now Like how it feels inside my mouth Like when I've already cleaned my house Like turning music way up loud Like using my TikTok account Like that they know my name in town I don't know why I've been spending so much time Just hating stuff Focused on the way life sucks There's an awful lot to love Think I've had enough Hating stuff Cause I like eating applesauce and cheese Like drinking different types of tea Like when I get recommendations of young adult books I should read Like having good meaningful sex Like having good meaningless sex Like getting told by pretty people that they like the way I dress I'm really into making stupid jokes Really into putting down my phone Really into British TV Shows. Really into yoga practice flows Really proud that I can touch my toes Really proud of just how much I've grown I don't know why I've been spending so much time Just hating stuff Focused on the way life sucks There's an awful lot to love Think I've had enough Hating stuff Glass always half full I'm no stranger to succumbing to the hopelessness spiral I just want to remind myself how much is wonderful And how motherfucking lame it is to always be hating stuff Focused on the way life sucks There's an awful lot to love Think about enough Hating stuff
to stand out from the competition when you're starting a new business. Not only do you have to worry about your product or your service, but you also have to make sure your branding is on point. You need a logo, a website, and marketing materials that look professional so you stand out from your competitors. Fusion Marketing specializes in branding, and they can help you make sure your business looks good across all platforms and mediums. They can help you design a logo, build a professional website, and create marketing materials that will help get you more business. With the help of Fusion Marketing, you can create a professional image for your business that will help you stand out and get you more customers. For more information, visit tryfusionmarketing.com. That's T-R-Y fusionmarketing.com
your walls and even your loved ones with our high quality structural as well as body adornments for you to share our love with the world. We have all manner of material objects for you to covet. From posters, to clothing, to bean juice mugs and even stickers. Give your love to the cult of odd today. Then you can force that love onto others. They want it. They need it. And they won't survive without it. Head to our little shop of oddities now and support the cult with your love. And we're back. All right, so you have a choice for what our next story is. Okay. We can talk about cooking. Ooh. We can talk about condoms. Oh. Or we can talk about PlayStation. Okay, uh, one of those I haven't used, like, hardly ever. <laughs> oh, I don't know. This is too hard of a decision. I leave it up to you. Oh, come on. Why me? Because I See, picked... I would flip a coin, but there's three of them. Yeah, so... so... Uh, let's talk about cooking. Cooking? Let's go into cooking. All right. So, Rob shared a, a TikTok with me over the course of either this last week or the week before. And every so often, he'll share TikToks with me and, like, what's what are your thoughts on this? The, the TikTok was this woman who was... Uh, trying to get the point across that eating fast food, eating out, is cheaper than buying groceries and Ooh, cooking. That's actually a little subjective because it depends on what you're eating. It depends on what you're getting from a grocery store, first of all. Like, if you're going to a grocery store buying steaks and stuff, you're going to be spending more than you could at a fast food restaurant. But you could go to a restaurant and eat out and depending on what you eat or where you go, spend a lot more. So here's my... So subjective. Here's my thinking behind it. All right? We're poor as fuck. All right? Mm-hmm. They, we've, we've, I've grown up poor as fuck. I've been poor as fuck my whole life. You have to look at price per plate mm-hmm. when it comes down to it. Sure, you may have spent $50 in groceries and you may only spend $30 at the fast food place. But now you have to look at what you've bought. All right. If you're smart and you buy things that you can make more out of, say you buy rice, you buy hamburger, you buy, you know, things. Once you start breaking that down for meals and whatnot, your cost per plate goes down drastically. There is no way you will ever convince me that eating fast food or eating out will be cheaper because that's one meal, two if you're lucky. Oh, yes. Yeah, I didn't think about the whole, like, three times a day or two times a day. Because think about it. Like, if you really want to eat really cheap, throw all that health stuff out the window. <laughs> like, you can get two packs of, like, two giant packs of, like, ground pork for, like, uh, 12 bucks. And then if you combine that with some rice or some pasta, which, you know, get the store brand rice or store brand pasta because it really doesn't matter when you're getting the rice or pasta. Well... That's super cheap. And then you can get, like, spinach if you want some spinach in it. And, like, you can easily fry up some fried rice or, like, you know, or cook it with some meat and some seasonings. And you can have meals to eat literally all week long. You can meal prep that if you wanted to. I know that That's when, just being, like, stupid unhealthy. When Ali and I go to fast food, it's usually about $30, especially with the oh, prices. Yeah, the two of you guys. Yeah. yeah. So it's about $30. Now, we could take that same $30 and buy rice and buy pasta and buy, you know, extras to go with it. A lot more for at the store for $30. Yeah. 
than what people real uh, think you can. So I, I I saw all these people in the comments that were like, "Yeah, eating out is so much cheaper." Well, that's because these are the type of people going to the store, like, "Well, I'm going to buy all organic, like you know, free range stuff," and and they price gouge on that. They, that costs way more than just going to the grocery store eating like regular stuff. And at that point, are you really because? You're not eating healthy at restaurants or eating out. Like I said, these are like people who are going out buying steak or buying like prime rib and buying all this stuff so much cheaper to eat at home. So much cheaper. See, and and that's, that's, yeah. Um, Ace just said in the chat, noodles, rice, and hamburger can go a long way. Yeah, exactly. And you can do a lot with them. Yep. did you grow up poor? Oh, absolutely. We used to put um so we were actually homeless for a long time. Oof. And we would we were living in my dad's mom's house and we would put bologna on the windowsill in the wintertime as like a refrigerator. Yeah. So the windowsill was our refrigerator for a lo- for the longest until my dad ended up getting a better job and we ended up, you know, getting better and yeah. put in a better situation, but yeah, like okay. our vacations were going to like a motel. So I grew up poor too, mm-hmm. and uh, there was one thing that I knew that if I saw that big ass fucking pot on the stove, mm-hmm. I was eating whatever was in it for the whole rest of the week. Oh yeah, <laughs> whenever we got, a, whenever we had a ham, like this is part of the reason why I'm not a big fan of ham today. Like whenever we got a ham, we would be eating that ham until it went bad. Yeah. Like, we would eat it every single day. Oh, that was me and chicken. Like, growing up, um, chicken, 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 chicken. Fuck! My grandmother, she would cook raccoon. She'd make stew. Like, raccoon stew. And she would always tell us, oh... You got some hillbilly in you. Oh, you have no idea. (laughs) This is my dad's side of family. My dad's side of family are, like, the most country people. Ace just said in the chat, the summertime grill is the wintertime fridge. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly, he knows. Um, so she would make, and as a kid, I was like, well, what are you cooking? What kind of meat is that? Oh, piece of meat. She'd always say piece of meat, mm-hmm. but it was good. It was raccoon, but it was good, and that's what we end up eating that. Yeah, sometimes you don't want to know what it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's like going to Taco Bell. I don't want to know what it is. Just just package it all up for me. But no, in my head, what it comes down to is these people either don't cook, don't know how to cook, mm-hmm. Or grew up so privileged that they have no idea what it takes to scrimp and and get by. Oh, absolutely. I still remember vividly the taste of government cheese, grilled cheese sandwiches, and powdered milk in a glass. Yeah, but, you know, government cheese, real government cheese, macaroni and cheese is like the best thing. Oh, that fucking government cheese was the the best. best. Uh we actually had somebody who was selling government cheese, and I bought a block to make macaroni and cheese. Yes, I bought a block in 2022, bought a block of government cheese from somebody at a premium price because I'm like, hey, I don't care. I'm paying for this yeah. to make mac and cheese. Uh-huh. It was good. It was delicious. Yeah. But, like, that's the only thing I could think of is these people have never had to struggle. These people have never known what, it's, what it really means to have to, to scrimp to get by. And, you know, I, I I look at society as a whole and where we're going and where the younger, younger generation's mind is at. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Well, you know there's people who believe that food 
comes from the grocery store. I know. They don't realize that, you know, it has to be either, like, planted and, you know, they have to grow it or it comes from an animal. They think it comes from the actual store. Ace, can I have some? And that's scary. Can I have a little bit? I don't need a lot. I, I just need a taste, man. Oh, what does just he a have? taste. What does he have? Just a taste, man. What does he have? He said he just scored uh, three blocks of government cheese last weekend. Oh, just yeah. a taste. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Cheesegasm. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the best, though. It, it really is. is. Like, oh, man. But, yeah, so, like, I, I'm going to say cooking is always going to be cheaper. Yeah. You may not be making the greatest of meals, but you'll you won't go hungry. And I'm a little biased in this topic because I absolutely love to cook, and cooking is like the best thing ever for me. Like cook, it's like cooking, driving, then video games. <laughs> Masturbation's in there somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. You know, well, not in that order. Just wash your hands if you do it before you cook. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't. You're not trying to make a white sauce. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I just. Do you ever like? Do you ever get like restaurant blind, or or, or to the point where like, because there have been a couple of times where, like we we've, we've had like financial windfall, mm-hmm. <laughs> grilled cheese at Aces after the show, you know. <laughs> I love grilled cheese. As a matter of fact, I get lazy and just make it in the air fryer. Um, but uh, what the fuck was I saying? Uh, started. Oh yeah. So we've had a couple of financial windfalls, and uh, and like she'd be, you know, having worked, and I'd mm-hmm. have spent like eighty hours doing this, and neither one of us really felt like putting in much effort. Mm-hmm. But then we go to look at menus for stuff to order, and, and like we've done it a couple of days in a row, or a couple of days mm-hmm. out of the week, and then we just look at it and like nothing, nothing, nothing sounds good. Yeah, that was actually yesterday. Well, Kelly had called me because she was being nice. She was on her way home from the gym and asked if I there was there anything I wanted to eat. And she was and I was like, well, I don't care. Whatever you end up stopping because you're on your way home and I know you got to eat something. Just let me know. And she was like, well, I was hoping that you would have said something that you wanted. Not even married anymore and still playing that fucking game. Exactly. So. She was like, well, I'm going to go to Arby's. And then I'm like, oh, I'm like, well, can I look at the menu? <laughs> like, I, I need to bring up the menu because, yes, I know it's a fast food place, but I just don't really like a lot of fast food stuff anymore. And so she was like, well, I'm about to pull out of the gym right now, and Arby's is right across the street. I'm, so I don't have any time. So I'm like, crap, think of something, think of something. And the only thing I could think of was that stupid Arby's, like, Hush Puppy Bread Fish commercial. Oof. And I'm just like, uh, 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 that and a Java Mocha shake. Yeah. And you uh, fucked yourself. Yeah, because, see, I was already sick that day. <laughs> so, I was already sick. Look, fast yesterday. food fish is always a... Uh, 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 believe it or not, eating it, I f- couldn't help but wonder if it was fresh and I was, like, eating it right there after it got fried, it would have been good. Because that Hush Puppy Breading that they do have on the fish... Is really good. The problem is the fish itself is gross. Yeah. Well, most fast food fish is like, mm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> like, if you offer me gas station sushi, you'll get the same face. Okay. I got sick one time eating a gas station corned beef sandwich in, <sighs> from the countryside 
I was out in the middle of nowhere, gas station, and I was like, oh, they got a little deli in here. I ordered a corned beef sandwich, got sick. But that's also coming from the same guy who ordered gumbo from a vending machine. Bruh. Yeah, I have had a lot of weird stuff from weird places. The, the only food I typically will eat from a gas station, like the prepared food or, or whatever, pizza. Love gas station pizza. Gas station pizza is, like, my weakness. And specifically, too, like, doing road trips. Mm -hmm. Anyone out there that doesn't already know this, Flying J has the best fucking pizza. Look, I'm going to say right now, Flying J has some great, has a great cheesesteak hoagie. (laughs) I was at one that had in, uh, let's head to Philly. Oh, wasn't Philly? Oh, no, where I was going. No, we went down south first. No, so we're on our way to North Carolina. And... I stopped at a Flying J, and it was one where you could order food from, like, the kiosk. Yeah. And I ordered a Philly cheesesteak hoagie, and it was one of the best cheesesteaks I've ever had. And I'm like, wait a minute. What's going on? Everybody in the car was like, what's that? Where'd you, like, where'd you get that? I'm like, I just got from the gas station. That in Michigan City, there's a gas station that sells a soft-shell crab sandwich. What? Yes. In Michigan City, Indiana, there's a place, that's a gas station, that sells a soft-shell crab sandwich. And I was skeptical because one of my cousins was like, oh, yeah, it's so good. I just got it from there. It's delicious. I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of shady. But when I was hungry one day and all the restaurants are closed because it looks like the walking dead in the town because everything's closed down and boarded up, I was like, oh, I'm so hungry. The gas station, I have this the only place open. And I got it, and it was really good. See, I could never get past the the fact that I'm getting seafood from a gas station. That that, <laughs> like, no, I would starve, or I would get like <laughs> chips or cookies and some shit like that until I got somewhere that looked like civilization again. Because no, I've had people be like, "Look, the gas station has sushi." I'm like, "Good for them." I won't even eat Meyer sushi because Meyer sushi made me sick one day. Now I like the uh, um, Bushes has good sushi and Kroger's. Kroger's yeah, gonna have good sushi, but yeah, I, I don't I mind the grocery mind. store sushi. It's it's not bad, mm-hmm. and plus it's it's not real fucking, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's all imitation, anyways. Yeah. Um, in fact, I wouldn't even uh, know what sushi tastes like if it hadn't been for a friend of mine. Um, he found out that I had never had sushi, and he was immediately like, "Let's go get." Sushi. Mm-hmm. He's like, you don't have a problem trying new things, do you? And I was like, no, not yeah, for the most part. To... I went to a place that had, like, sushi on, like, a rotating thing. Like, you sat down. You oh, a conveyor belt? Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is pretty, pretty cool. So I just grabbed it and was eating. And... Then the bill came. We were like, fuck. A buddy of mine took me to a place like that. And I was like, man, this is delicious. Oh, before I forget, I want to talk about uh, Mr. Brown. Uh, Motor City Candle Works has, is going to be in an event this weekend. Um, he's there tonight, uh, but it is uh, at the Blue Sky Ice Cream uh, Parlor over in Romulus. It's at 15155 South Huron River Drive uh, in Romulus. Uh, he'll be there Saturday and Sunday, I believe. Uh, Saturday from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. and then Sunday from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. He'll be selling his incense and, and uh, uh, oils and stuff there. Nice. Um, it looks like Saturday they have Jurassic Park Day, Jeep Rides, a Jungle Bouts House, Movie Night, 
uh, crafters, vendors, and donation booths, a 50-50 raffle, and an American Legion basket raffle. Um, and then on Sunday... It's a classic car show that they're doing. It's $10 per car. Proceeds go to help supply the women and children's shelter. They're going to have crafters and vendors in a donation booth there that day as well. 50-50 raffle and the American Legion basket raffle awarded at uh, 6 p.m. Not to mention Nikki's Pizza Truck. So... Um, if you're looking for something to do this weekend, by all means, head down to the Blue Sky in Romulus. Uh, and if you see Mr. Brown there with Motor City Candle Works, say hello. Stop by and get some uh, some of the good stinky stuff. All right, so I gave you three topics. Okay. We did cooking. Okay. Now we have condoms or PlayStation. Condoms. Condoms. This will be the the last topic that we get into before we go to our break. I didn't want to do it again because I know we talked a lot about video games last time. Oh, we're still going to get into it. I know. Like, I you don't get to, to get away from it. <laughs> so, teens are doing something stupid yet again. Big oh, shocker. Oh, no. Why did I just... I should have expected it when you said condoms. Yep. Teens drink water from soaked flavored condoms to get high. Now, when you say soaked... <laughs> We're not talking about how the Mormons soak. Okay, okay. At least I hope um, not. So wait, they're soaking condoms in... In what? Where are they soaking them? Okay. So, um, people, especially the youth, have been encouraged to practice safe sex, although sales of flavored condoms have recently skyrocketed in uh, Durangapur, India. And it isn't for the reasons we think. Young people are using flavored condoms to get intoxicated. Not only is the trend bizarre, but it's also dangerous for their health. Uh, the youth in Dungapar reportedly get intoxicated for 10 to 12 hours after using flavored condoms. Uh, well, let's see. This is hardly the first time. It's just weird. Uh, you know, cough syrup, glue, paint, whiteners, nail polish. They've it's, used, yeah. You know? Like, this is the strangest thing. Okay, just go buy a Sharpie and just sniff Sharpies. There's no Stop giving them ideas. Well, no. Oh, I thought that was universal. I thought that was, like, one of the first things people would do. So they're soaking the flavored condoms in hot water for long periods and then drinking the water. So it's a mixture of the flavoring and the, the uh, chemicals that are, are leaching out of the latex. That, that can't be good for people. No. Absolutely cannot be. Oh man, the young people. The young people. Someone think of the children. Well, you know, um, a few years ago they were snorting condoms. Yeah, I heard that, and I was trying to like erase that out of my mind. I'm so glad I don't have a teenage like child. Because <laughs> I would hate to be like. Are you sniffing, son? <laughs> like, are you drinking? Like, what, what are you doing? Like, I don't have to worry about hiding a liquor bottle. I got to worry about hiding condoms. <laughs> Teenagers scare the living shit out of me. Dude, it's like, come on. Like, okay, I don't know what this younger generation is thinking, but... They're not. The fact that since the, the younger generation had gotten a little older, we've had to put ice cream behind locked doors. We've had to tell them not we've to eat Tide to, Pods. Like, put Tide Pods behind cages. What is wrong? Like, oh, I don't even know. I, I feel like I just need to talk to somebody that age and like, what's wrong with you Shake people? the hell out of them. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Why are you doing this? 
Well, I know why. For but there are so many better ways to get like high. Well, it is in India, so access to whatever you were about to to say may be limited. Because <laughs> like you got to remember, certain cultures oh. don't allow alcohol. They don't allow weed. Yeah. You know. But. I mean, even common sense, you'd be like, okay, something about this isn't safe. Who was the first motherfucker to figure this out, though? Who? You know? know. Like, because there's a lot of things in our history that I, I've sat there and wondered. Like, who was the first motherfucker that looked at what was hanging under a cow and went, I bet you I could drink out of that? Uh, I don't know. But I, bet, I, I feel like the same person who uh, who came up the whole drinking out of this flavored condom thing was the person who cre- who ended up spreading monkeypox. <laughs> Like this, there's something not right about that. Like you gotta be really messed up in the head, or extremely desperate. Well, you mentioned monkeypox. You know, it's been labeled a public health crisis here in America, uh, um, yeah. and they're they're trying to basically paint monkeypox as the new AIDS because they're trying the the conservatives. Are saying to slander? Yeah, saying that. Uh, well, we wouldn't have monkeypox if we didn't have gay people. Yeah, see, like they're trying to slander the gays again. Why? Because why are you? Why every time something goes wrong, they're trying to blame them? Because yeah, everything that's old is new again. Sense. Did you know that the satanic panic from the eighties is starting to make a comeback yeah, as well? You that. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Like that's crazy. It's like you guys can't blame gay people for all of your problems. You they're gonna right. try. Because you know what's next after them trying to blame the gays for everything. It'll be your people. It'll be the blacks. We're yeah. going to blame the blacks for everything. Yeah. And, like, no, stop that. <laughs> I thought you're trying to get people to like your political party, not hate you guys to the ends of the earth. Oh, my God. But, Why? Yeah, so, uh, the like I said, the conservative right is now trying to paint black people, or not black people, but gay people. They'll get to y'all. <laughs> Don't worry. You know they will. You know they will. <laughs> um, p- paint gay people as the main source of the monkey pox. And I'm just like, oh, man. <laughs> you know, I grew up in the 80s, and I remember the fucking AIDS epidemic. Yeah. Remember, if you sit on the toilet seat, you'll get AIDS. Right. <laughs> remember that? Yeah. I, well, and it carried through into, the, like, the 90s and mm-hmm. stuff, too. Yeah. Like... It was well into the 2000s before we finally, you know, as a collective society, was like, wait a minute, no, there's only some certain specific situations where AIDS is transmissible. Mm -hmm. But, like, people thought, you know, just fucking being near a gay person, you'd catch it by osmosis. Yep. Dude, I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith in humanity anymore. (sighs) Like, this is insane. I, I lost faith in humanity a long time ago. Uh, uh, get somewhat a little bit back on topic. However, <laughs> you know, that's why I, I do what I do is I, I'm trying to educate and inform and entertain and, and join us. Join the cult of odd. I swear to God, we won't make what you drink condom water. Insane cult you could possibly uh-huh. join. Yeah, we actually want to better everyone. We're, we're, right. We don't want... Well, I can't I say mean, we don't want your money because I do want you I mean, to fucking... every cult say they're trying to better everyone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I can't say that I don't want your money because I do want you to buy merch. I do want mm-hmm. you to join, a, join the Patreon and shit like that. But, like, I'm not expecting you expecting you to you know that's the thing like i'm not gonna ask to have sex with your wife or or i'm not gonna tell you that jesus or god or or yahweh or whatever omnipotent being you believe in came to me and said i need to fuck your wife you know i i'm not doing that um 
But I, I do want you to, to come be one of us. All are welcome. All are welcome. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so if you're listening to The Fun Size, this will do it for you. Um, don't fucking drink condom water. Don't do it. Please don't. Don't. Don't, don't. do it. And uh, cook. Learn to cook. Even if it's something simple. Learn to cook for yourself. And that doesn't mean microwaving stuff. No. Please don't use a microwave. Dude, my brother, I love him to death. He's he's mid-20s. And I swear to God that man eats like a fucking dumpster. Well, you know the microwave changes the taste and flavor of food, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, so... You're, you're irradiating it. That's why I don't even like heating up leftovers in a microwave, because... It gets weird. My brother... I even reheat pizza in the air fryer. Even though Ollie, Ollie cooks, my brother has subsided on gas station food for as long as I can think of at this point. We've been back here for like two years now, mm-hmm. and Ollie and my mom would cook, and, and my brother will still buy fucking baffo rolls and hamburgers from the gas station and microwave them when he gets home and that's what you he know, eats. That stuff will kill your taste buds, right? Oh, I, I've never like, I've never accused him of having taste. No, I got a short little thing to say about this. So my grandmother, before she passed, was, my uncle was living with her and he didn't know how to cook. I mean, the guy didn't even know how to like check for spoiled milk. So he would every day come home from work, bring her fast food. And my grandmother ate so much fast food that it completely killed her taste buds of being able to taste, like, actual, regular cooked food. Wow. Yeah. And so, like, she'd eat something that's cooked or homemade, and she was like, I can't taste it. Because she'd only really taste McDonald's. Well, it's because they use so much salt. Yeah, exactly. That's something I've noticed, too, as I've gotten older, is, like, the fast food industry. Mm -hmm. Like... The salt content is just insane. It's like they're trying to preserve it. And I'm extremely sensitive to salt. Like, I can eat something and taste salt immediately. Because where a lot of people are like, oh, there's not enough salt in this. Like, I can taste every bit of salt. Well, I fall Which in... Which is why I'm not a big fan of ketchup. So, I smoke cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And cigarettes do dull your taste buds and whatnot. And, like, that's one of the first things you get back after you, you quit. And that's why a lot of people put on weight is because food tastes mm-hmm. good again. Um, although I fall into a category of, of individuals that are what is known as super tasters. These are the people that you can give food to. And I would imagine that probably a lot of chefs are. Mm-hmm. These are the people that you give food to and they can tell you damn near everything that's in it. Mm-hmm. Without having seen it made or, or anything like that. Like, you can hand it to, to me and I'll be like, oh, well, you used nutmeg here and you used mm-hmm. cardamom here and you used this here and that here. Yep. When Ollie and I first got together, she thought I was bullshitting her. <laughs> and one of the big ones is artificial sweetener. Oh, God. I, I know it right out of the gate. Oh, yeah. I can also taste the difference between farm fresh eggs and store-bought eggs. Absolutely. You know, and most people can't. Do you know why most people can't? Because they're used to the fucking store-bought. most people never had farm fresh eggs. But, like, she gave me something, and I had told her this. I was like, I don't like artificial sweetener. I was like, I know it may be somewhat better because sugar can be bad, especially for someone like me who's overweight. It, You know, diabetes is a thing. Um, However, I can taste it. And I, I don't want anything to do with it. So she tried to pull one over on me. She got 
coffee creamer with artificial sweetener. And she put it in my coffee one day. Mm-hmm. And I took my coffee. And I didn't see her put the creamer in. I didn't know that it was in the house. I had no idea. I took one sip and I was like, uh-uh. And she's like, what? I was like, something's wrong with that. I don't know if the, the filter needs to be changed mm-hmm. or the, the, the coffee's gone bad or the creamer's gone bad. But something is wrong with that coffee. Mm-hmm. And she's like, there's nothing wrong with it. I was like, it does not taste right. And she looked at me and... I was like, it tastes, and I took another sip, and I was like, chemically. <laughs> I was like, that was the only way I could yep. describe it. Yep. And she looked at me, and she's like, son of a bitch, you weren't lying, were you? And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, well, I thought you were just pulling one over on me and saying, oh, I can taste this, mm-hmm. and I can taste that. I was like, no, I can taste it. All artificial sweetener, the only way that I've ever been able to describe it other than chemically is it tastes like an envelope. Yes. You know? Um, so, I don't like sugar. And for a long time, you know, when I would drink coffee, everybody was like, oh, oh I don't use, like, different creamers in my coffee. I use half and half because I like half and half. And everybody's like, oh, you got to try. Like, you should try Splenda if you don't like, you know, no. if you don't like sugar. I try Splenda. I don't like the way it tastes. It tastes like envelope. Yeah, it's gross. <clears throat> so... Now I use half and half, and then I would squeeze a little bit of honey in my coffee. There you go. Because that's the sweetener, that the little bit of sweetness that I need in my coffee. And so I'm the family taste tester. Like, whenever anybody's, like, making something, they call me and they want me to taste it. So I can tell them what's missing or, you know, if there's anything that... that you, you did too much of this. Yeah. Yeah. And one day that backfired on me. Because my mother was making an apple pie. But my dad was helping with it. And I don't know if many people know this, but my dad is uh, not a cook or a baker. So I don't know what happened. I could only assume that he accidentally knocked over the whole container of salt into this apple pie. So when it got done, mom was like, can you taste it and see if it's, like, missing something? And I'm like, sure, why not? I love apple pie. It's one of my favorite desserts. So I didn't just taste it. I cut me, like, a whole slice, put it on my plate, got me a big forkful, put it in my mouth. <clears throat> then I needed water. But yeah. I feel like all the liquid from my body just left. I got one similar. <laughs> so um, me and my first wife, uh, when we first got together... Uh, we were living with my parents because we both didn't have a lot of money, and she had just had a baby, uh, or she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. No, this was after. Yeah. She had just had uh, her kid, my stepson, and like I said, we were still living there, and she went to go make Kool-Aid. Oh, no. So my stepfather kept a giant container of salt on the the mm-hmm. kitchen counter. Mm-hmm. Now most people don't keep salt like that. No. Usually it's sugar. Mm-hmm. So my then wife or my ex-wife thought it was sugar. Two big cups of it. Oh. Into grape Kool Aid. Oh no! Did not Such realize a waste it. Of Kool-Aid. Didn't taste it or anything. Oh no! Put the put it the 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 
lid back on the container, oh, stirred it up. No. Like, even used hot water when she made the Kool-Aid, too, so it dissolved. Oh, no. Like the, And then um, poured me a glass and poured it over ice so it would be cold. Oh, no. Now, mind you, when she went to do it, I was very thirsty. So when she brought me it, I loved grape Kool-Aid. Yeah, who doesn't love grape Kool-Aid? I grew up in the hood, man. man. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. Purple Kool-Aid. Yeah, I mean that purple drink. Yeah. And uh, so she brought it to me, and I was just like, oh. And I chugged half the glass, and it was one of the big, tall tumblers. I was so thirsty. I got about halfway through and my throat started to close a little bit. And I started to gag, and I tasted the salt, and I was like, oh, oh, oh what the hell? And, yeah, it, it was... <clears throat> Speaking of Kool-Aid, have you ever had somebody put so much sugar in Kool-Aid? That it's that, syrup? It, that, no, so much sugar in Kool-Aid that none of it dissolved? Uh, nope. That it would still taste like water? <clears throat> so oh. it was... What the? Grilled cheese. Ooh. Ooh. What the fuck? <laughs> wow. Bye. Now, this was unexpected. <laughs> this is really unexpected. <laughs> so, Ace, that was Ace, by the way. Oh. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, Ace. Thanks, Ace. Holy crap, he brought this grilled cheese. Look at that. See, now I feel like I own the guy. This is... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, he needs to come what back. What the fuck just happened? He needs did to he come bring, back down here. Did he here. leave? Yeah, he left. No, He walked he... in, brought the grilled cheese, and left. He's did... already out the front door in his car. Did no. he bring you one? No! Oh. I don't even want to. I'll split him no, I don't want Please. any. It just scared the shit out of me. Knock, 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 and through the door he comes. It's government cheese. Yeah. You, you have to have... Yeah. He got three. I'm good. No, he got three blocks of yeah. government cheese, and I'm I was like, good. "Can I get some?" And he oh had put into the goodness. chat. He was like, "Grilled cheese at Aces after the oh, show." It smells good, and it looks how cheesy it is too. Oh. This man just drive by grilled cheese. <laughs> drive by grilled cheese. Okay, okay. Drive by this, cheese this guy style. might not be the hero we want, but he's the, <laughs> the hero we needed. Cheese. Yeah. Okay, next oh time, goodness. take him fish tacos. <laughs> That's a story you will not understand. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and go to break now that we have a snack. Oh, my goodness. That's well, crazy. If we didn't have it on tape, we'd never believe yeah. it. Yeah. Ain't nobody never going to believe this. No, I'm going to tell this story, and people are not going to believe it. So you're going to get uh, Carmel Liberty. Uh, Liberty. You're going to get Carmel Liberty, Like the Dead, Smiley Foot, Untimely Demise, and Feed the Kids by Thank Frank. You're listening to the Cultivad. He did feed the kids. And uh, mm. you're on tap, Detroit. And we're going to have grilled mm. cheese. Oh, that's good. 